0: Hour number three of the morning after on this Monday morning. It is happy hour despite just being a Monday morning to start off your new week, to start off your new month here now in November. You're listening on Sirius XM channel 204 all across the Sports Grid Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. In this hour number three, a full-blown preview of Monday night football. Tonight in Kansas City between the Chiefs and the Giants. KC, a ten-and-a-half point favorite. This Kansas City team that's three and four straight up, two and five against the spread. Yeah, somehow, some way. KC still a double-digit favorite against the New York Giants. We will also get an injury report around the NFL from Pro Football Doc Dr. David Chow, who joins us next. Some breaking news this morning out of Tennessee. Derrick Henry could miss the rest of this year for the Tennessee Titans. We get Dr. Chow's thoughts on that and the other injuries around the NFL from yesterday's Sunday slate moving forward here now in the month of November. But based on Kansas City playing tonight at home on Monday night and some of the other action we saw yesterday in the AFC, it's a good time to examine the AFC West divisional standings and odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook. This also, our West Coast wake-up portion of the morning after. A shout-out to Spectrum Sportsnet LA, where you can watch us each and every day, all three hours of the program, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific time, out there in the greater Los Angeles area. So, as we look at the AFC West standings, it is a football team that plays their football in Los Angeles, in the City of Angels, that still is the favorite in the AFC West. The Chargers plus 160 as the favorites right now on FanDuel to win the AFC West despite a loss yesterday at home to the New England Patriots. The Chargers were laying four points at home. The Patriots winning outright 27-24 over L.A. Justin Herbert, not the sexiest day we have seen out of the sophomore quarterback in his second year in the NFL. Just 18 of 35, two interceptions as well, 223 yards and two touchdowns on top of that. The lowest amount of passing attempts for Justin Herbert all year long, just 35. He had not had less than 38 entering yesterday's contest against New England. He was averaging about 41 passing attempts per game. So only 35 yesterday for Herbert. The total goes over of a total that closed around 50, 50 and a half for the Patriots and the Chargers yesterday. Only the second over for the Chargers throughout this season. So again, as we tie this all in, to the AFC West standings. The Chargers plus 160 as the favorites. The Kansas City Chiefs in action tonight. The second shortest odds at plus 185. The Vegas Raiders were on a bye this week. They are plus 250. They actually hold the top spot in the divisional standings as things currently stand in in these divisional standings throughout the nfl denver yesterday beating the washington football team at home winning 17 to 10 as three and a half point favorites against the football team denver's though still the longest odds to win the afc west divisional market on the fanduel sportsbook at plus 1300 13 to one so again the chargers the favorites at plus 160 the raiders the second shortest are the third shortest odds rather at plus 250 the denver broncos the longest odds at plus 1300 and then you see those kansas city chiefs there at plus 185 the chiefs also the third shortest odds to win the afc at plus 650. the public in the marketplace still has confidence in the Kansas City Chiefs as we welcome in our Sports Grid radio audience here to the third and final hour of the morning after on this Monday morning. You are listening on Sirius XM channel 204 across the Sports Grid network and the mightier 1090 out on the West Coast. So the public confidence remains in Kansas City. So the second shortest odds in the AFC West, despite being three and four at plus 185. So the third shortest odds to win the AFC Conference Championship at plus 650 and despite being three and four despite being just two and five against the spread kansas city a ten and a half point favorite at home tonight against the new york giants inside arrowhead stadium on monday night football let's look at these odds quickly here we'll have a deeper dive into monday night football later on in this third and final happy hour of the morning after but the kansas city chiefs a ten and a half point home favorite tonight against the new york giants at over under Fifty-two and a half. The spread, in fact, has worked in KC's favor by a point from where it opened. The Chiefs nine and a half point favorites at the open of this line. We saw it fluctuate a little bit in the middle portion of last week. It got down to nine and a half again in favor of KC with some early market movement. Now is back to ten and a half in favor of the Chiefs ahead of Monday night football. And again, the Chiefs two and five against the spread. Not a good number. Not covering by an average margin of seven point three points per game they have been a favorite in every game this year has Kansas City but this is going to be the first game if the number holds that KC will be a double digit favorite entering a game tonight against the New York Giants so the Giants just two and five straight up. Three and five against the number. They've been a dog in all but one game this year. That was back week number two, Thursday night football against the Washington football team. It is the first double digit spread for Kansas City in the Chiefs' favor. It is the first double digit spread for the Giants as an underdog this year as well. You look at that total of 52.5, it is actually going to be the lowest total for Kansas City all year long for the seven games for the Chiefs this year, hitting to the over. And I guess it makes sense because both of these teams, bottom 10, in scoring defense this year we'll dive through this game a little bit more some of the metrics and the numbers and the trends you need to know before monday night football between the chiefs and the giants joining us on the other side of the break pro football doc dr david chow so many injuries to discuss here near the midway point of the nfl season including the breaking news in tennessee we get those updates on the other side of the break right here on the grid Welcome back to the morning after on SportsGrid, Sirius XM channel 204 all across the Sports Grid network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. As we await pro football doc, Dr. David Chow to hopefully join us here on this Monday morning. We are going to ask him about the breaking news that happened in Tennessee earlier this morning. Adam Schefter reporting that Derrick Henry, the leading rusher in the NFL, who was the leading rusher last year and the year prior, might miss the remainder of this NFL season due to a broken bone in his foot that he suffered in the 34-31 overtime win over the Indianapolis Colts yesterday. Derrick Henry this year has already run for a total of 937 yards in just eight games played. He is averaging 4.3 yards per carry. He is averaging 117 yards per game. He already had 10 touchdowns. You heard Donnie Rideside, who was on the show in the first hour of this show that he took the over of derrick henry's rushing touchdown prop prior to the year getting underway a season-long prop of 10 and a half he had to be feeling great after yesterday but now king henry might miss the remainder of this year it was a huge win for tennessee yesterday on the road in indianapolis tons of line movements two line flips in this game between the colts and the titans entering yesterday the colts opened up as a one-point favorite early on on that opening line in the early portion of last week. Then it was Tennessee, who was laying a point and a half, even two points on the road. Then it flipped back to the Colts, being a home favorite yesterday, closing around two and a half, three points, depending on where you got that number. So Tennessee... Wins as an underdog. Tennessee wins four straight. They have covered in four straight. They have been an underdog in three straight games. And they have won outright with maybe some money line plus money possibilities in each of those three games. And three monumental wins for the Tennessee Titans the past three weeks against the Buffalo Bills, against the Kansas City Chiefs, and in a huge divisional matchup yesterday against the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee winning yesterday by three points in overtime made them a minus 5,000 favorite to win the AFC South. Minus 5,000. Very firm control of that division, according to the marketplace on the FanDuel Sportsbook with a huge lead over the Colts already, the Jags and the Houston Texans as well. So a bittersweet victory now for the Tennessee Titans with a win in overtime and prime position in the AFC South, but potentially losing Derrick Henry, their star, running back the leading rusher in the NFL for the remainder of the years. We now welcome on Pro Football Doc, Dr. David Chow from ProFootballDoc.com to discuss this Derrick Henry injury. Doc, great to have you here on this show on this Monday, the breaking news out of Tennessee Derrick Henry could potentially miss the remainder of the year. What did you make of that breaking news on this Monday morning?
2: Yeah, no pun intended, right? Uh, Broken foot. This is a Jones Mm -hmm. fracture, stress fracture, overuse injury. We got video coming up soon on the Twitter timeline at the YouTube channel, Pro Football Doc, and explains why you don't really see it. We followed him very closely once he was on the sideline. We looked at all the video. There wasn't one play where, ah, it happened. And look he finished the game 28 carries yeah. but for derrick henry a very pedestrian 68 yards you know less than half his usual yards per carry etc he wasn't dynamic he wasn't able to plant and cut this is going to be a big deal this is going to mean surgery for him and uh, the recovery timeline is i've seen reports of eight weeks but i think it's minimum of eight weeks ten weeks left in the season nine games and then playoffs if the titans can stay at 500, they should make the playoffs. But look, Derek Henry is a 240 pushing 250 pound running back who touches the ball 30 yeah. plus times a game. He's not some wide receiver that slight of bill that gets 810 targets a game. It's much harder for Derrick Henry to come back. He will have surgery. The door is open for a return, but it will be a late season playoff return at best.
0: The leading rusher in the NFL already racked up a total of 937 yards this year, 10 rushing touchdowns, also leading the NFL in rushing attempts, 217 so far this year. So, Doc, like you mentioned, there was a brief moment when I was watching Red Zone yesterday. They cut to Derrick Henry without his shoe on, walking up and down the sideline with the Titans training staff. But other than that, He came back into the game. So is this something that has added up throughout the year or even the years based on the intense workload that Derrick Henry has gone through?
2: Well, I'm not trying to blame the Titans coaching staff in any way, shape, or form. However, it is an anatomic abnormality not abnormality it's just the way we are built that there's less blood flow in that one area for the Jones fracture and we almost call this a wide receiver fracture we see it in wide receivers all the time from Julio Jones to Julian Edelman and multiple guys and uh, it's less common in running backs but it does happen and he'll get a screw put into it and yes usage and the how hard you train how hard you play how many times you touch the ball and how big you are and how much stress you put on the outside of the foot, all factor in.
0: Absolutely so, Derrick Henry now the age of 27, hopefully a quick and speedy recovery for the man they call King Henry, the leading NFL rusher this year and the two years prior as well. Also significant injury news yesterday, Dr. Chow in New Orleans, a bittersweet game for the Saints as well, a huge win at home as the underdog against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but most likely losing Jameis Winston for the entirety of the rest of this season. What did you see on that play for Jameis? Are you following the reports that say this might now be an ACL injury for Jameis Winston?
2: Well, you know, we had a lot of games going on, eight games going on in the morning there, et cetera, And I have to admit, initially, I was more focused on the views that I saw related to his ankle, related to the horse collar and a uh, mild high ankle sprain. But clearly there's more to it than that. You saw him post game with the a big brace on his lower leg and crutches on the, on the left knee. And going back this morning and after the game and looking at the video, it does look like the last step before he gets pulled down, slash almost at the starter getting pulled down, the knee does buckle there is concern for at least MCL tear and probably ACL tear, which would mean his season. So at this point, I think Jameis Winston's season is done absent uh, Hail Mary's chance of of, uh, sparing the uh, ACL. And that's very unfortunate. And for the Saints, it might even be still Trevor Simeon because Taysom Hill has now missed two weeks with concussion and the general pattern is the vast majority of players return in one or two weeks but once you go beyond two weeks the timeline gets very murky on when you might be able to return so no idea there
0: trevor simeon 16 of 29 in Jameis's place yesterday for 159 yards and a touchdown in that huge upset victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ian book the rookie out of Notre Dame also in that Saints quarterback room but depth getting very thin for Sean Payton and company speaking of quarterbacks speaking of a backup coming in and getting a huge win Cooper Rush led the Dallas Cowboys to a win on Sunday night but Doc Dak Prescott worked out prior to the game all indications on the broadcast is that he looked really good what do you make of the Dak Prescott situation in Dallas
2: Not one bit surprised if you listen to our decision-making podcast of how teams do it. You saw my Twitter timeline. I said, look, he's not going to play. And people were saying, look at how hard he's working in in workouts pregame. He looks great. He's going to be out there. They put him through a lot. Look, nobody is – fatiguing their quarterbacks strained calf muscle to that extent to then put him in the game. So even during the warm ups, I was like, they're telling you he's not going to play. And obviously the line moved, you know, from two and a half or three to four and a half uh, with that news. And so there were middles to be had there.
0: Absolutely. Didn't so so do you think quickly here, doc- <laughs> Dr. Chow, quickly, do you think Dak Prescott will play next week? What is the timeline moving forward?
2: Book it. Dak Dak Prescott will play next week. As certain as I was that he wasn't playing this week, I am that certain or more that he's playing next week, despite the win from Cooper Rush.
0: I like it. Dr. Chow, he said book it right here on a Monday. That's why we bring him on for his medical expertise. Pro football doc Dr. David Chow joins us every Monday to look back at the weekend of injuries in the NFL. Thank you very much. More of the morning after Monday Night Football on the other side of the break. Happy hour on the morning after. Here, our third and final hour together on this Monday morning, the first Monday, the first day in the month of November. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. You are listening on Sirius XM, channel 204, all across the Sports Grid network. We look ahead to Monday night football in Kansas City tonight between the Chiefs and the Giants. A full-blown preview in just a few moments, but want to wrap up the discussion around the big breaking news in the National Football League this Monday morning. We discussed the injury impact With dr david chow in our most recent segment about derrick henry potentially missing the rest of this season with a broken bone in his foot derrick henry the leading rusher in the nfl already racked up a total of 937 yards this year on the ground averaging 117 per game now with that broken bone in his foot could miss the rest of this year for the tennessee titans a titans team that has been fantastic six and two against the spread so far this year six and two straight up three huge wins back to back to back for tennessee over buffalo kansas city and indianapolis in that order a reason and thanks to that 34 31 ot win against the colts yesterday the titans are minus minus five thousand to win the afc south they, were ha- they had the fourth shortest odds to win the AFC. But where might that market move now with the news about Derrick Henry? So as we look at the NFL landscape overall, things to know. The NFL trade deadline is tomorrow, Tuesday. So with that being said, the Titans might look to bring in some other players and maybe trade for a few assets out there. Adam Schefter had this tweet earlier in the morning about potential replacements based on depth chart and where teams stand in the standings that might be willing to broker a deal with the Tennessee Titans, Tevin Coleman, David Johnson and Phillip Lindsay from the Houston's Tyson Williams from the Baltimore Ravens, Melvin Gordon, unlikely probably being dealt from the Denver Broncos, but given where the Broncos are plus 1300 right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook, the longest odds to win the AFC West, maybe Ronald Jones, from the reigning Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rojo has a ton of talent, but has kind of been left in the depth chart there with Leonard Fournette having a stronghold on that top running back spot. Giovanni Bernard has also spelled Lenny in certain steps throughout this year. So a couple of potential replacements also Ian Rappaport from NFL Network just tweeting out about 15 minutes ago, the Tennessee Titans are interested in working out Adrian Peterson in Tennessee in their facility at some point this week adrian peterson well into his 30s now did play last year for the detroit lions when you look at AD's stats ad all day that's what adrian peterson has been called 156 rushing attempts last year in 2020 for the lions 604 yards on the ground and seven rushing touchdowns so ap even at the tender age of 36 is a freak of nature and could be in consideration to be a part of this Tennessee Titans roster. Derrick Henry, an absolute freak. Adrian Peterson might be even that much more of a freak than Derrick Henry in consideration reporting from Ian Rappaport that Tennessee might bring him in for a workout, could potentially sign AD to be a part of that Titans backfield because they need some depth now entering week number nine of the NFL season. Week number eight concludes tonight on a Monday night in Kansas City, Missouri, the Chiefs and the Giants. The Chiefs, a hefty favorite at home, laying 10.5 points against the New York Giants. Only the Kansas City Chiefs, folks, could be a three-and-five football team straight up, two and five against the spread, and be a double-digit favorite on a Monday night in primetime. That over-under total 52 and a half. That number has not moved from an opener. KC was a favorite of nine and a half on that opening line. It has worked in their favor by a point to currently ten and a half on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Again, Kansas City, two and five against the spread this year not covering by an average margin of 7.3 points per game. That's more than a touchdown they are not covering by. Kansas City has been a favorite in every game this year. This is a first game they will be a double-digit favorite, but they have been a favorite in every game this year, not covering by more than a touchdown, and just 2-5 and five against the number. KC last year, even with a Super Bowl appearance, 8-11 against the spread for the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, the Giants just 2-5 and five straight up, 3-4 and four against the number. They have been a... Uh, They have been an underdog in every game this year, except for week number two on a Thursday night as a short favorite against the Washington football team. But both for Kansas City and for New York, this will be the first game that they have a double-digit spread all year long. KC, the first game, they will be a double-digit favorite. The Giants, the first game, they will be a double-digit underdog. So Kansas City on a Monday night at home inside Arrowhead Stadium, a 52-and-a-half point over under total also something to keep in mind here because KC has played four of their seven games to the over this will actually be their lowest total of the year there was only one other game for the giants that they had a total in the 50s it actually went over so this is the lowest total of the year for kansas city for their seven games to the over that's because everything is booked in the mid 50s for the Kansas City Chiefs this year, given how potent that offense can be, but also given how bad both of these teams scoring defenses have been this year. The New York Giants, the 10th worst total defense or scoring defense, excuse me, in the NFL, 25.7 points per game given up to their opponent. Kansas City, the fifth worst scoring defense in the NFL, allowing 29 points per game. Casey is also bottom five. In total defense, allowing more than 404 yards per game to their opponent in total all season long on average. So Kansas City's defense has been a mightily mightily struggling unit so far this year. The Giants, who are going to rely on that defense and hopefully take a step offensively, getting healthy and in year three of Daniel Jones, has been a disappointment as well. Again, the 10th worst scoring defense in the NFL are the New York Giants, 25.7 points per game so that's how things stack up that's why the total is still 52 and a half and that's why the Chiefs are a 10 and a half point favorite at home Patrick Mahomes is a guy that has struggled this year in ways we have not seen in years past nine total interceptions for Patrick this year including an interception in six straight games for the Kansas City Chiefs and despite that and despite the fact that Mahomes has turned over the football a decent amount this year The no still has the minus money in the juice for his interceptions prop tonight on the FanDuel Sportsbook. For Patrick Mahomes to throw an interception, a yes-no option. The no is minus 166. The yes is plus 124. Patrick Mahomes' passing yards prop is lofty, as it always will be. The public confidence on Patrick and the Kansas City Chiefs is always going to be there. Patrick Mahomes' passing yards prop, 302 in a hook. Despite averaging 330 yards per game based on a couple of big games, Patrick Mahomes has actually gone under this passing yards prop of 302 and a half in 4 of the 7 games for the Chiefs this year. Daniel Jones on the other side for the New York Giants, his passing yards prop 243 and a half, he's gone under that number in 3 straight games, but he went over in the first 4 games for the new york giants including this thursday night football game against the washington football team the giants lost by a final score of 30 to 29 both of the rushing yards props for the quarterbacks are also slightly compelling tonight both of them stand at 21 and a half on the FanDuel sportsbook right now daniel jones danny dimes the leading rusher for the new york giants went over this number last week of 21 and a half for his rushing yards prop he has gone over that 21 and a half rushing yards prop in five of the seven games this year Patrick Mahomes has also gone over that number in five straight games he is averaging 31.3 rushing yards per game so if the passing yards props on the FanDuel Sportsbook do not entice you for either QB tonight Maybe the rushing yards prop certainly do. We know that Patrick is able to scamper out of the pocket and create, and that's where he is so good. And we know that DJ is the leading rusher for the New York Giants, who will still be without Saquon Barkley and Kenny Galladay tonight. That New York Giants offense still reeling with some injuries as well. On the other side, Patrick Mahomes' favorite targets, both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, have a total receptions prop of six and a half tonight. Tyreek Hill, the over is juiced, but only minus 122. Too much juice, in my mind, on Travis Kelsey's over for that total receptions prop of six and a half. When you look at Tyreek Hill in the total receptions prop of six and a half, he has gone over in four of seven games for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. He leads the way with the most targets for the Chiefs offense, 72 targets this year. And he has gone over this number of six and a half total receptions in every win for the Kansas City Chiefs so far this season. They only have three wins, and in each of those wins, Tyreek Hill over the total receptions prop of 6.5. Travis Kelsey again over his total receptions prop of 6.5 is where it stands on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The second most targets on the Kansas City Chiefs this year was 65 targets, averaging more than 76 yards per game, for Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City offense. On the other side, I want to check the latest numbers to see if this is out yet. Kadarius Toney will be a leading receiver for the New York Giants tonight. His receiving yards prop this evening is not posted. That's because there are still some injury issues around Kadarius Toney and around Sterling Shepard. If they give you a Sterling Shepard receiving yards prop tonight, he did not play last week, but... Sterling Ste- Shepard has been great this year when fully healthy in three games this year not including the Atlanta game but in three fully healthy games for the New York Giants offense this year Sterling Shepard has averaged 8.7 receptions in those three games 11 targets on average in those three games in 94.3 receiving yards per game in three fully healthy games for Daniel Jones and that New York Giants offense so that's how the prop board looks. A very deep dive here on the morning after to present you a litany of opportunities that I think you could find some value on tonight. My main focus is going to be the quarterbacks and their rushing yards prompts tonight because I think you're getting slightly good value in the prop market. Both Patrick Mahomes and Daniel Jones, both of their rushing yards props at 21 and a half. That's enough talking for me. Hopefully, on the other side of the break, you will also hear from our sportsbook conciliary. Dave Sharapan looking ahead to Monday Night Football where the World Series stands heading back to Houston for game number six and some of his thoughts on the Sunday slate in the National Football League as well we return on the other side of the break here on the morning after stay with us on the grid. Back here on the grid and the morning after Sirius XM channel 204 all across the sports grid network. I'm your host Ben Stevens and now very pleased to be joined by our sports book conciliary former odds maker Dave Sharapan and listen it's been nighttime in Pittsburgh for a couple of weeks right now but it's never nah. been more nighttime in Pittsburgh than a man that's also wearing his Steelers <laughs> cap because the Pittsburgh Steelers an upset victory on the road. In Cleveland against the Browns yesterday, the Steelers winning outright as the dogs 15 to 10, going way, way under a total. And Dave, the Steelers, the second highest under percentage at 83.3% in all of the National Football League. So how are you feeling about the Steelers right now? (laughs)
3: Uh, First of all, thank you. Obviously, it's always nice joining you in the morning with nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me. But after a Steeler victory... um, where, let's be honest, not a lot of people thought they were going to go to Cleveland and win. And you saw the line steam up. And, um, you know, sometimes sometimes strange things happen on a football field. And, um, you know, the books have been getting killed. And the books have been – and the public has been winning. And then a day like yesterday happens, Benjamin. And yep. you're wondering, hmm, Maybe I should start betting the NBA after a day like yesterday. You know, like, (laughs) how do the Jets just win the game outright? Mm. Um, How do the Cowboys, Cooper Rush, Mike White, heroes of the books, not so much for the people? (laughs)
0: Listen, we're always for the people here. You could throw in Trevor Simeon also as a dog coming in in that game in an upset victory at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dave, you said it. A ton of upsets, not just covering a number, but winning outright on the money line yesterday. The New York Jets, the New Orleans Saints, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys. So Mm. many upsets yesterday. The New England Patriots on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. So, Dave, what do you make of a day like yesterday on a Sunday in the NFL? Was it just the spooky nature of Halloween, or is this something we are going to see now as we near the midway point of this NFL season?
3: Uh, speaking of Halloween, um, hmm. yeah, I I saw the the uh, Benny and the Betts video. Um, you got to loosen the hips up. You got to loosen them up just a little bit. I mean, you got the moves. For what? I'm oh. just saying. I saw the thing with the dancing and the thing like just loosen them hips up a little bit. Just get a little bit of little bit of loose.
0: Betty and the bets. Notice.
3: All right. Um, I don't know what to attribute it to. It's the NFL. That's what you attribute it to. It's nothing that I haven't seen before. And it's nothing that if you've bet the NFL, you haven't seen before. Um, it's crazy. And it's hard. It is, I still think it's the hardest thing to, to bet, although NBA basketball will leave you talking to yourself. I mean, there's no question about it. The end of games in basketball is tough. But. Um, Just when you think you got a handle on it, like the last few weeks before this week, this week Mm -hmm. happens and you go, man, nobody knows squad I've been saying it for years. Um, It's just it's 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 not the random nature of the game. It's the game and Mm -hmm. it's the way it's officiated and it's the way um, teams are allowed to like come back like that. How do how do the Rams not cover the game it's the first time in history that a team led by more than 35 points or something didn't cover the spread in a game like the Rams yeah. don't cover any so yeah that was a big day for the dogs um, and it uh, it's likely going to continue tonight um, you know the oh. Giants are live to cover the spread why wouldn't they be they're um, My buddy Bernie Fratto gave me a a number. They're 18-4 and as a road dog since 2017, Ben, the New York Mm. football giants. It's a pretty good number. I mean, we like to throw about numbers, and we like to talk about a lot of things. That's pretty solid information. And, uh, again, trends are your friends until they're not, and then, you know, you're left holding the bag of empty candy. Like on how are we.
0: But I mean, listen, a five-year trend for the New York Giants dating back to the 2017 season is certainly very strong. And the Kansas City Chiefs this year, just two and five against the number. They were eight and eleven against the spread last year on their march to a Super Bowl. So it's not like Kansas City is great at covering spreads. And this is the first double digit spread for both of these teams in this 2021 NFL season. Dave, when you see 10 and a half. In the favor of Kansas City, yes, at home, yes, in primetime, yes, inside Arrowhead Stadium, but for a KC team that is just three and four straight up and two and five against the spread, what does that number of ten and a half tell you about the public confidence in a Kansas City Chiefs team, regardless of what the performance looks like on the field?
3: It's amazing. It is is amazing to me because they bet them every week. I mean, this is my first year out of the last 20 not in a book um i can't remember the last time we didn't need against kc in the book doesn't matter if they win a the week before doesn't matter if they lose doesn't matter if they're playing at home doesn't matter if they're playing on the road their favor i i honestly there's w- maybe one time i think i can remember them getting three points um and it was in the afc championship i believe against the patriots at home and Oh, no, they were favored? I, I can't remember. They were getting three. They pushed. I believe it was. That's it. Like, they're favored every game. You know, kind of like kind of like Ohio State. I I oh. I I just I, I know we're going to get there. So, I, I just figured I'd, I'd lead you there because the Big Ten had a big day. You talk about upsets. Was it that big of an upset that Michigan State won? I mean, they were dogs in the game, but – I don't know if it was that big of an upset but I knew we were going to get to Ohio State Penn State so I just figured I'd lead us there and let you ask the question.
0: I mean I was going to probably leave it for the last thing like in the final minute right before we go so we could keep it concise yeah, but your and big not 10 ben. Say I know but I was just going to let it go a little bit. Listen, Penn State covered. They covered a 17 and a half point spread. The market worked in their favor. It opened at 17 yes. and a half, got up to 18 and a half and came back down to 17 in a hook prior to kick and they only lost by nine it was a pretty competitive game on hollows eve eve night so i mean when you think about that it wasn't the worst thing in the world sure it's three straight losses for penn state sure james franklin is already getting a condo out in brentwood but when you look at what's happening right now at penn state it wasn't the worst thing in the world dave Sherapan. and there's a reason the buckeyes are minus 270 as the heavy odds on favorites once again to win the big 10 pretty good performance on the road in columbus all things considered
3: very true. All very true. Um, I guess the guy's going to California. I don't know. Like, I can't believe that Penn State has become a a, a stepping stone job um to another job. I it's hard hmm. it's hard for me to believe, but I guess it's true. Everybody has a number, um, both in the book and in life. <laughs> and if somebody yep. finds that number, you know what, L.A., enjoy that traffic um, and some of those Pac-12 games. It's a different type of life. Believe me, I live it. I'm in Vegas. It's not uh, – it it has its pluses and minuses due to the weather's great. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, I want to throw it back to you. Who's winning the please. other side of the Big Ten? Like, yeah. are we, uh, Wisconsin is
0: going to yeah. play in the Big Ten yeah. championship yeah. game, aren't they, Benjamin? Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, okay, here's where the battle is right now, right? It's between Minnesota, who only has one loss in conference play, and the Wisconsin Badgers, because that's where things stand at the moment. And as bad as Wisconsin has been this year, that defense is the top total defense in all of college football now, even better than Ah. where Georgia is ranked on the numbers. Wisconsin's rush defense is the best rushing defense in the country. It doesn't matter what Graham Mertz does, although he was pretty efficient against Iowa this past Saturday in Camp Randall. Wisconsin is rounding into form a little bit. Ohio State is certainly rounding into form. They have been for the last couple of weeks. What it's going to come down to is the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe, the final weekend of the regular season, against Minnesota because Minnesota has the top spot in the Big Ten West currently. But Minnesota has had to deal with so much adversity this year. We just learned this morning, Dave, as you bring this up, that Minnesota is losing their third running back, for the year in Bryce Williams they already lost Muhammad Ibrahim who was the reigning Big Ten running back of the season who performed so well in two and a half quarters against Ohio State in the opener then Trey Potts comes in in his place he becomes the second leading rusher in the Big Ten conference he's gone for the rest of the year now due to injury and then Bryce Williams who went off for over a hundred against Nebraska a couple of weeks ago is now out for the remainder of the year as well. Minnesota has had five guys run for a hundred or more yards this season in a single game, a testament to the depth in that backfield room in the Twin Cities. But again, a huge blow for Minnesota. It's going to come down to that head to head matchup, in my opinion, that final week of the regular season. And it could all be where we expected it to be entering the year Ohio State, Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. Ohio State's going to be a 17 and a half point favorite. Maybe Wisconsin's <laughs> only help is the fact you try to limit the Buckeyes to less than 35. I'm not entirely sure, but that's how things are rounding out in the Big Ten conference right now, Dave Sherpin.
3: That was one hell of a wrap-up right there. You put it all in a nice bow, and somehow we got our way back to Ohio State, Wisconsin. I don't know. (laughs) I can't believe it. It's 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 only October. It is. Is is. uh, I know you always like to talk about Heisman Trophy and odds and stuff like that. Is the Heisman Trophy wide open again? And is Stroud one of the possible? People, you might want to look at making a play on Ben.
0: Absolutely, so, but you've missed your value, in my opinion, on CJ Stroud, Dave Sharapan, because he has the second shortest odds right now, ben, at plus three fifty. after that forget game, about the into the value, game that missed, uh, forget about the value. Forget about the value
3: argument, because yeah. listen, you can have value. Okay, you still have to win. The Minnesota Vikings had a That's lot awesome. of CLV yesterday well, so. and all the way at plus two and a half plus two plus one and a half plus one pick all the way to minus one minus two minus three and again if you talk if you laid more than three probably wasn't a good idea to bet it but still has to win stroud can win this thing yes or no
0: yeah oh 100 i would actually think he has as good of a path as bryce young does right now because cj stroud mm. still has huge games against michigan state Michigan, yes. Big Ten Conference Championship game, potential college football playoff game, all of that stuff that Bryce Young also has in the SEC title game against Georgia, a rivalry game in the Iron Bowl against Auburn, a potential college football playoff game. They're pretty even. So you're right. The value might have been sapped away a little bit, but there's still value on CJ Stroud at plus 350 as opposed to Bryce Young at plus 150. Quickly here, Sharepan, thoughts on the World Series. Only about 30 seconds left.
3: I'm glad we got to game six. A game finally went over. Uh, There were runs scored in the first inning. There's all kinds of fun stuff. There's still two baseball game possibilities left, but I know we got a game on Tuesday. Who's pitching? Nobody knows. It's the biggest mystery. These guys are trying to find it together. Um, I love it. I can't wait to see it. I'm leaning the Braves' closest. They got a game six, but I don't know yet. Oh.
0: Max Fried for the Braves. Luis Garcia for the Houston Astros. We Mm. will give you our best bets on the other side of the break. Bye-bye-bye Monday Night Football Edition in Kansas City. That's coming up next here on The Grid. Rounding out our time together, three hours gone by far too soon, if you ask me, here on the morning after, on this Monday morning, to start a new month this month of November. You are listening on Sirius XM channel 204, all across the Sports Grid network, and I'm your host, Ben Stevens. But before we say farewell, before we say goodbye, entering Monday night football in Kansas City, Missouri today, between the Chiefs and the Giants, it is time to give you our best bets for this Monday night. It is time for Bye Bye Bye. People might not know this about Patrick Mahomes, but he is a huge fan of NSYNC, which makes what we are doing here with buy, buy, buy and that animation you just saw even that much more meaningful for Monday night football between the Chiefs and the Giants. Again, KC, a big double-digit favorite, laying 10.5 points at home. Kansas City, 3-4 and four straight up, 2-5 and five against the spread. We don't touch that number. Where we look is in the prop market. Patrick Mahomes passing yards prop, 300, 2.5, a, eh, a little bit too inflated for my blood so where do we go the rushing yards prop for Patrick Mahomes it is a much better valued number at 21 and a half Patrick Mahomes has gone over this in five of seven games for the Kansas City City Chiefs including five straight games for the Chiefs he is averaging 31.3 rushing yards per game this season well over nearly 10 yards over where the rushing yards prop is tonight of 21 and a half Patrick Mahomes said he needs to be better. He needs to lead this offense. He needs to take better care of the football. So if he does scramble out of the pocket, maybe picks up a couple of chunk plays, we get over this number of 21 and a half pretty easily tonight on Monday night in Arrowhead between the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants. Again, the Chiefs, a 10 and a half point home favorite against the Giants. The first double-digit spread for both of these teams college football tomorrow world series game number six tomorrow we look ahead to the nfl week number nine tomorrow right here on the grid every weekday morning 9 a.m to noon eastern right here on the sports grid network that's where you can catch the morning after until we talk again tomorrow have a splendid monday everyone you one of us we've just got one question do you like